Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Mia for her 11th interview in the Years of Growth series. Welcome, Mia. Nice to be here, Cassie, always. Yeah, I'm excited. We have lots to talk about today, lots of cool things. We always have cool things to talk about, but I'm excited um, about what's on the agenda today. But first, what's awesome? Um, my puppy, Luna, who's had a little laceration on her ribs and back, uh, finally got the last staples pulled out today. So she's almost absolutely free. She still has a little scab that has to heal up, but she's, she can be active. She's a pointer and she just, uh, we have to, you know, when you've got an injury like that with the dog, it's like, be quiet. You know, you have to keep them quiet. So yeah, it's just so great to have her back, you know? Oh, yay. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Cool. Well, let's start with this because I think it was really fun. In our last interview, um, we had talked about, uh, you know, you had just kind of not been trading because you weren't inspired um, and it just didn't feel good. And then I was super fun to see. I went into the community a little while later or, or a day later and it was like, oh, I had a trade and it was profitable. So tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Was it just inspired? Yeah. How did it happen? <clears throat> it was definitely inspired, you know, and I think um, I had been trading very well last summer and mm -hmm. about the end of summer, you know, I started to get a little too calculated about it um, mm. and kind of just kind of put the same trades on and not wait for inspiration, you know, and I ended up overall profitable last year, but I had a couple of like really big losing trades, like 20 grand, you know, I mean, oh. at, a, at a crack. Um, and I, like I say, I ended up a little profitable, but it was like, wow, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so I did a couple trades early this year and they went okay. And then I just didn't feel it. So I wasn't doing it. And um, after we talked on that last interview, boom, it came right right to me and I just started out small and just one trade at a time instead of putting four trades on at a time and um, it just not being um, greedy it's not really greedy but kind of calculating that's what it really comes down to yeah. you know it's like how do I make this much money it's like that's not the way it happens Mia you know this you know this <laughs> and um, so when I let it flow Mm -hmm. um, it's so much better and easier like it was when I first really started to do it on a regular basis. So I'm building my, my trades, uh, my trade size back up in the options part. And, you know, it's not like I wasn't paying attention to the market. I mean, I knew what was going on with the market the whole time. It just, just wasn't the right thing for me, but when yeah. it was right, it was right. So. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And so Good lesson. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Huge lesson. And I think that pause is a great lesson. Like there's so many LOA lessons, I think in that it's like so often when somebody starts law of attraction, like they have so much success, but then it's that calculating that they try and do and they can't repeat it. Well, the reason they had success, the reason you had success is because it was inspired. It was fun. You weren't calculating so much. You were just being smart, but inspired right? Versus trying to hit a number 
Right. And yeah. And then sort of that let go phase and coming back a little bit at a time as it feels good and fun. Like it's so applicable to LOA. Yeah, it uh, it definitely is. And it's it's really funny because my my partner, Tracy, she says, you know, Mia, do you remember when it was just so fun? You would you'd, you'd go and you'd make, you know, you'd make money and you'd transfer the money out of your brokerage account into the checking account. It was just like, Woo-hoo, you know, and and it says she's going, you know, it hasn't been that way for a while. And I said, what do you mean? It hasn't been that way for a while. Everything's going great. You know, and I'm like, it's so sick sometimes the brain just doesn't get the message, you know, it comes yeah. at you from all places and you're still not getting it but it, when you get it you get it good so. yeah and we always get to start again right like you said yes like you you are profitable right it doesn't matter yeah. if you're, it's the dollar it's a dollar if it's a hundred thousand dollars like it's profitable right and right. you get to start again and we get to remember those things and so often i think that pause that stepping back is what lets us see the things that were working again. <laughs> yeah, definitely the things that were working and why why they were working. And but it was also valuable to have those lessons of um, because most people have loss aversion. You know, they mm-hmm. just don't want to lose any money no matter what they do. And that's when they get cold feet and they just decide, eh, you know, nine to five sounds pretty good. Um, I'll just <laughs> stick with the regular paycheck kind of thing. Um, but you have to lose, you know, I mean, and you have to, you have to, you might not have to realize all your losses, but you have to be willing to see losses. And that's, um, so that was an important lesson that came out. And I also feel like I'm just that much more um, foundational, you know, with well, where I am with the LOA, having gone through that, you know, kind of stepping off the path or um, it's, it's really been helpful because when you get back on, you're, you're a little bit more stable. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Oh, I love that. Um, very fun. So I want to switch gears a little bit. And so you just did, well, it was about two weeks ago, your second feature self workshop. Yes. Tell us yes. about that. What was different? What you loved? What was. Well, I mean, you can definitely hear in the enchanted circle when anybody does anything for the for the second time whether mm-hmm. it be manifest 10k or whether it be um a workshop again it's just it's just like the trading example everything goes so much deeper um and the the lights start to click on and click on and stuff you go how could i miss this the first time well never mind whatever happened you know happened i <laughs> only got this much and I, I got this much more this time and it was just um it was so so much uh, clarity for me, and I know the first one was too. But and I I just had to be ready for for this next level, and mm-hmm. but it definitely it definitely hit that next level for me. Oh, I love that, and I I think we always get, but we have two examples right now. Like we get such in a hurry, and often that space is what gets us ready, right? It was the space between the first one, and the second one, because I think it'd been a year, which is awesome. Um, and is actually perfect timing. I now know for future self workshops and, and that space stepping away from trading, right? It, it prepares us for that deeper level, I think in a lot of ways. Oh yeah. There's, I mean, you always have to know that there's a reason for everything that, Mm -hmm. that, um, is, is going on the way it's going on. It doesn't need to be boom. I mean, that's the calculating part, right? Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) I do this, 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 and this, and, um, you, if you let it be a little bit more organic, it really, it sinks in and you get so much more. Absolutely. What was your biggest aha? 
or a realization or opening? Uh, realizing that um, two of uh, my really important feelings were uh, peace and vulnerability. And um, for me, I tend to be, I tend to be a strong person, lots, maybe not an overance of pride and ego, but definitely that is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely, you know, hold that and want to defend it. And, uh, um, I had already gotten signals that, you know, the real, the only time you can really have real power mm-hmm. is to be vulnerable at the same time, to have both sides of the coin. Um, and also I think what I'm feeling is I, to get access to any other feelings. If you're not vulnerable, if you don't let yourself be vulnerable to having your feelings, you never get to the real ones ever, ever. And so those, I mean, between the workshop and the universe dropping little pebbles on my head, um, (laughs) I had realized, um, you know, it came, came to, came very clear to me during the workshop that this was something that needed to be worked on. But again, you know, you can't just go, okay, need to work on it. Boom, boom, boom. Because, you know, we just had a a call yesterday where, you know, for the first time I was really showing my full vulnerability on a phone call, you Mm -hmm. know, and you even talked about it. You mentioned it and it's, it's so true. You know, Mm -hmm. I just, I try and learn from other people and, you know, um, I'm over here and um, I might have an awesome or something, but it's really important to share at that level uh, to have another breakthrough of any sort. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Cause I want to highlight for listeners, like you're absolutely right. Like if you're only allowed to feel so much, you can't get to the other feelings. You can't get that depth. And um, yeah. in showing that being vulnerable and, you know, open when, when stuff isn't, um, peachy is a really good example of, you know because yeah. they think it's um it's easy for a lot of people to share um most people some people do have even a hard time sharing the good stuff but it's easier to share a lot of times when it's oh I made this I did this this is awesome this is happening um, but it's a little harder to share when it's not awesome and we need that that support yeah definitely and that's what happens you get support I mean there was you know I think it was Becky that um, typed in, Mia, that was awesome. You know, and I've done that before too. You know, there's people, um, I love the people who share and it really, they really go deep. And, you know, I think sometimes, God, I would never tell anybody this, you know, it's like, I wouldn't do that. No, but now I I am starting to feel uh, different, you know, uh, about that. And it's, I always feel like I say, hey, I always put in the chat, oh God, thank you for sharing that. That was, that really helped me, you know? And so, that's also by it's not only um, by being vulnerable can you start to feel your own feelings, but you can have true empathy for other people. Mm-hmm. And that it's not sympathy, it's empathy. You really see yourself in those shoes, even though it might be a slightly different situation. You go, oh, that's kind of a, a story that I have, and and blah blah. You know, so mm-hmm. it's also having empathy for others. You can't be, you can't really have that unless you have true vulnerability. Absolutely. And that's something you wanted deeper in, I picked up in, that your future self has, even that you yes. wanted. She has that deeper empathy, that deeper connection for um, being able to relate to people, which does require that vulnerability. 
Right. Absolutely. You know, you think you, uh, you know, you think again, if you're being calculating, you think all I have to do is work on being a good listener and, um, and put myself in other people's shoes. But if you don't have your own vulnerability, you can't really truly do that. Okay. You just can't. Because if you're not in touch with your feelings, how can you really be in, start to be in touch with anybody else's? Absolutely. What, um, was there any shift you noticed in yourself after you shared and were open for support? Uh, it, it, it felt like I was um, ready to move forward because um, mm. I had been stalling, if you will, or a little stuck. Um, and, you know, just thinking, God, if I just let enough time go by, it'll all pass, you know, and, mm, but will it pass the way you want it to pass? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the thing, uh, you know, mm -hmm. do, you, do you want it to happen the way you want it? Or do you want it to happen? Yeah, not quite the way you want it. So it, it felt like um, a little blockade uh, got removed and that there was, you know, Instead of having a day go by going, I know I did this, what did I do? Now it's like, boom, 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 without feeling like, you know, I scheduled 20 minutes for this and 20, it's just like everything falls into things and you're going like, well, I'm done with that. Why don't I go with this now, you know? Mm -hmm. um, constructive stuff. So um, it really feels like a, a block was removed. Awesome. That's amazing. How does it yeah. feel? It feels great. It, I mean, it feels really awesome. Yeah. I think things like that are hardest the first time. And it's like, oh, okay, I can do that. Like this. And because we get to that other side, the awesome, the flowing, the all the other stuff that comes with it. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you, if you, you know, if you um, don't just put your little toes in the water, but you dive in, um, you find how nice the water is. It's really nice. You know, yes. it's really, really nice to spend some time there. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so do we want to talk more specifics about sort of your knee and what, what that felt and how that brought up vulnerability? Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I uh, took a good slip and fall about, about two weeks before we had the workshop. Mm -hmm. And so I was on the men, but not, not even close to there yet. Um, but I was feeling good, but, there is definitely, for, for me, not to be uh, fully present physically to have an injury like that is a lot of vulnerability, a lot. Mm -hmm. And it really, it, you know, it just got handed to me. You don't get to, you don't get to give that back. Um, mm -hmm. And so um, I was, you know, I was in pretty much denial. Um, and I, I knew I wanted to get it back at least to a place where it wasn't swollen, it wasn't painful and see how how far I could get it. And every, but every time I really tested any kind of rotational stuff or any kind of back pressure stuff, I, I felt exactly what I know to be because I've had an ACL reconstruction on the same knee almost 20 years ago. And I know exactly what it feels like when it's not right, you know, and yeah. it's not painful. It's not even painful. It's just like, Oh my God, this, this is not good. You know, you have mm -hmm. to, you have to really tweak it to sprain it again and get swelling, but it's like, this is not right. Um, and I, I was still in denial, still in denial you know? <laughs> but more and more is kind of coming to the surface. It's like, you're not going to make it better. You know, I mean, ACLs are one of those things they're in a capsule, so they don't heal like some of the other ligaments do, you know, you mm -hmm. got to do something if you want to fix it. 
So I brought it to uh, the call finally. You know, Tracy and I have been talking about it. I finally, even before the call, I shared some of my fears. She's been giving me little pokes, but she doesn't push too hard. Mm -hmm. uh, and I shared some of my fears about how, man, I, I don't want to be injured, number one, like this. And number two, I don't want to have downtime and I don't want to have to go through surgeries and I don't have to go through rehab. I don't want to you know, blah, blah. And what if the surgery is not successful this time? And um, are they even going to want to, I mean, I felt this way when I was 40, when I had it before I thought, mm -hmm. God, I'm 40, they're probably not even going to want to do this. And the doctor's like, dude, we got to do it. You don't want, do you want to, how many knee replacements do you want to have mm -hmm. <laughs> during your lifetime? <laughs> we need to get one done. And so um, I'm, I was, you know, I'm going back to those old fears of, oh, but I'm 58 now. Are they going to, it's like, yeah, they are because they don't want you to get a knee replacement if you don't need it, period. Right. And for sure, they want to put it off as long as they can. Mm -hmm. And it won't be the case if you don't get it. So, but, but still, it's a fear, right? Right. So you, gotta, mm -hmm. you have to get it out there because if it doesn't get out, um, it just, you bottle it up and you, mm -hmm. so, um, then on the call, I was able to share everything and it just felt very vulnerable. It feels one thing to share with your partner, um, hard enough, fully <laughs> 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 share, yeah. but um, to, to share with everybody, even though I know how supporting the Enchanted Circle was, but it was the best thing. Like I said, it, it kind of opened the floodgates, you know, now I can move forward um, and things will, happen you know and, and interestingly my dog um got her her laceration yeah about a week or so after i got mine so we're both like down for the count like you know and we're the ones that are always running around you know going off the wall and we're all like oh, man can we can i do something nope nope no 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 <laughs> so um it's nice to see her come back and i feel like mm -hmm. i'm coming back and moving forward which is the most important thing but yeah sharing in the enchanted circle was a very big part of it because as I said before, it's, it's hard enough for me to share. And I love Tracy and we share a lot of things. She went through my first surgery with me. I, and I had a couple of different surgeries and she was very supportive of me then um, as she is now, but even still my little pride and ego is like, God, no, I'm not going to, yeah. And now I'm going to, you know, I've got to, I got to share the fear. <laughs> I did that with the community too. And that just, it really opened the floodgates um, because you do need a supportive atmosphere. You know, mm -hmm. you can't just go off and start telling people on the street what's wrong. Right. It just doesn't work. You know? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have the, the same yeah. effect, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I just had some visions of that. <laughs> It's funny because when I did when I did the the first time, I remember um, uh, I was off of crutches within a couple of weeks, and we went to the Scottish Fair in Alameda, and we were walking around, you know. And there's there's a you know a Scottish dancer. I mean, these guys, and yeah. he's like, "You had." I was in shorts. He said, "You had your ACL done. I can see you did it. You know, I see I see those scars <laughs> that you have right now. Don't worry, you're going to be just fine. I had this one done, and I dance and everything. It was." was really cool, you wow. know, so talking about a man on the street, but yes. <laughs> people, people who've been through it, if you're walking around in shorts, they go, hey, you know, I had another person who had it done too. Hey, did you get bit by a snake or did you get your ACL redone? You know? <laughs> 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 well, I mean, it's funny how, how you yeah. do meet people like that who are in the know, but those are supportive people too. So yeah, 
Absolutely. I love that. How do you think um, sharing about your knee is going to open up to other things and make it easier to share other stuff? Uh, For me, it's just realizing rather than stalling um, Mm. in a spot um, because I don't want to ask for help. Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel my feelings. I don't want to share my fears. Um, By by doing those things in a supportive atmosphere, I can move through um, move through it so much more quickly in a good way. There's one of my pups. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. that's amazing. And so and I, know, I know how it's really because it really ties into some some stuff that's been coming up in the enchanted circle about having people move through their feelings, you mm-hmm. know, really feeling them. And it's it's amazing. Even people who've done it a couple of times and, and gone through their feelings and gotten to the other side and seen, you know, just how great it can be. Once you really run up against something again you need to have that support. You need to have maybe somebody tell you again, you know, um, have you sat with those feelings yet? Or what are you feeling? Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard you say it hundreds of times and it's so true. It's really true. And it does start with vulnerability. You don't, I don't, you don't need to go and and tell everybody everything, but you need to be vulnerable um, Mm -hmm. to the feelings uh, to even feel, start to feel the feelings. And that's the beginning. That's the beginning of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. Um, how does your future self uh, do vulnerability? Like when you imagine five years is sort of openness and we have this vision of her, how does she do vulnerability? Um, she does it quickly and easily because she doesn't even have to step up onto a curb or over a crack or anything. It's just part of, it's part of her uh, being. It's part of her being to uh, be vulnerable. And, and that's, um, that's such a good thing. Cause another thing that came up in the workshop was awareness and can't have awareness if you're not vulnerable either. You know, I mean, you just can't. Um, Yes. Uh, and you know, we, we've talked about this before in a different sense, you know, Mm -hmm. even with martial arts, you can't, you can't counter an attack unless you invite somebody. So you have to say, I'm vulnerable. You know, you, you want to present vulnerable so you can do your technique. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to hide, well, you don't, you can't really do your technique very well. You want to say, Hey, once you hit me right here, you know, so you invite that. So you, have a, have an idea what's coming as well. Yeah. So, so that, that is it. So in inviting, it's inviting vulnerability and inviting the feelings, the empathy that come with it. I see her more as inviting it mm-hmm. um, rather than kind of tiptoeing around going, Oh, okay. All right. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Let's just put my toe in, right? She just yeah, dives yeah. into it, invites it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, just for listeners, because I want, I think it's important to hear these in all different kind of aspects, but say more about how you have to be vulnerable to have, vulnerable to have awareness. As you mentioned that as you were saying it. Yeah, um, because if, if you're not fully vulnerable, I don't think you're fully 
open 360 degrees um, to whatever situation, circumstances you find yourself in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's really, it's, it's extremely important. I know I keep bearing up martial arts, but we used to do uh, free attacks where you'd have, um, it wouldn't be a set attack. It would be a number of attackers coming mm. at you and you'd have to, and the rule there was you treat the one as many and the many mm. as one. And that's the complete 365 degrees. So, you know, you have to deal with them one by one, mm-hmm. but you treat that one person as the many and then the many is one and it works. You, you'd be, you'd be surprised, but that's, that's the exact same thing, 360 degrees. So you don't just focus on one thing, everything. I love that. Amazing. Any other words of wisdom or things in your heart that you want to share today? Oh, I feel like we had a really good, uh, Me too. Really good podcast today. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for being vulnerable again and sharing this moment in your journey with us because it's super powerful. And I know somebody listening is going to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I need to do that. No, exactly. Cause I, I've felt the same way listening to podcasts uh, before like this. It's like, Ooh, that's me. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you all for listening. Make sure to come back and check out what else is awesome in Mia's life next time. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn more about enrolling in the Enchanted Circle, go to cassieparks.com.